Yo, it's your friendly neighborhood prophet of the drowned god, the motherlode, and this is the Pigeon Classic recap show. Also, be sure to stay tuned afterwards for a little something special from Loctar MBPS. Welcome to a special edition of In The Keep Podcast. I'm, once again, your fucking host, The Motherload, and I've got all the awesomest members of The Keep here, except for the ones who didn't make it. So we got X24, Spaced, and Hadoukent. How you guys doing? Pretty dude, good, just fine, good, my dude. <laughs> Everybody talked at one time. Great yeah, start. Dude. That's how good we are. Sick. Okay. So uh, I guess I just want to lay out First and foremost, this is the Pigeon Classic recap show. We're just going to talk about the event kind of in retrospect. Uh, the reason why we did it is for Suplex. He's a Z-Damon player. He lives in Egypt, and unfortunately, he suffers from leukemia at a very young age. So we just wanted to show our support. Every year, we try to do this charity event. Uh, this is two years running now. And we were looking for a cause, and at the last minute, we got word of what was going on with him. And it became my probably like priority is like, let's make him the focus, you know, like let's give back literally to someone in the community. And he uh, didn't want the money. He wanted us to give it to the Egyptian cure bank, which is uh, where we just sent it. So that was awesome. What a cool dude, man. <laughs> he's, he's, be like, no, I don't want it. Send it to the foundation. Well, it's like, um, cause I was like, you know, do you have any bills like that you need paying for like your family? Maybe do they need money? Cause I didn't know, like maybe he's fucking terminal. Like, honestly, I didn't sure, know. Sure. And like, maybe his family needs something to get by or to help out. And, uh, cause American dollars apparently adds up quite a bit in Egyptian pounds. Yeah. I know there's like conversion rate, but at the same time, like he, he seemed happy with that number and you know, it's, it's all yeah. just going to the hospital now, which is apparently they, that, that particular fund helped him pay for medical bills, and he's like, "Give to the other children." And I was, yeah, yeah, I, I teared up a little bit, honestly, like before and after the event, thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of messages in Discord—it was really incredible. Yeah, I've had people ask me, you know, well, what is that foundation and everything? I mean, I'm from Memphis, and so we have Saint, you know, we have a lot of the Saint Jude stuff here, and it's basically the same thing. Yeah, um, it's just there to. Help the families, help the patients, and also provide as high quality treatment as they possibly can. You know, I, I always thought kind of from the beginning, like it's going to be weird. Uh, I didn't know how people would react to the fact that it was, you know, in the Middle East. Because, you know, some people in America have kind of distorted opinions about that. But the fact is that like to me, I don't give a fuck what country this guy's from like he's right. he's one of us as far as i'm concerned yeah. that was the i think the coolest part was like yeah the the first year we did this it was smaller it was it was dedicated for the california wildfires um you know and then this year it went much more global and yeah. kind of brought in a lot of new people from all over the world and i thought that was really neat to make it you know a global kind of cure fund instead yeah i mean that, that was a good choice and so it worked out yeah, I don't, I don't know any other way to put it other than just like, uh, Cathala doesn't care. Like, I, what did I say in the, in the actual message? Like, we don't care about your nation, your faith, or, right. or your, your source port. <laughs> because something, <laughs> I knew we were really going to host it on Z Damon. Like, people are going to be like, oh, why didn't you fucking host it on Odomex, you pussies, or like, whatever. Well, it's like the Red Cross doesn't care where you're from, or even yeah. if there's a fight, a battle going on, they don't care what side you're on. They're there to help. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shouldn't, 
shouldn't matter at all. Like, but I think we're we're good. We we did we made the right choice. Everybody showed up right, and, right. and did the support. And anybody, I'm not saying anybody who didn't support it is an asshole, but I'm saying anybody who didn't support it because of the nationality of you know the person, fuck them. Like I don't give a fuck right. about that. <laughs> It's a non-issue, I think. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, you know, for sure. It's very yeah. much a non-issue. We have people from everywhere playing in these games. Yeah, that's the, that's the best part of the community, you know. Yeah. And to bring in more people by doing that is like the dream, you know. Instead of keeping it more local, it's like expanded out, you know. Pretty neat. We spent a long time planning this thing, like with like three weeks, kind of. Like I think I started the week before October, kind of like getting the word out, like, "Hey guys, we're going to do this. It's time." And then yeah. you know, figuring out what we were going to do, like who it was going to go towards. And then the actual event itself, like I knew, I knew we were going to do Doom because like, that's what Suplex is, you know, it would have been really stupid to have an event for Suplex without Doom in it, especially Z Damon. And then exactly. uh, Nationwide Boost stepped up. He's like, we're doing, you know, if it's going to be on that weekend, I said like the 18th, 19th, he's like, we're doing FNS that night, Friday night uh, survival. Let's just do that, and but we'll put it, you know, we'll, we'll put it up as part of the Pigeon Classic. I'm like, perfect. That takes a lot of work off my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, he took care of that, and that that event was like, uh, objectively, I think the most fun that I had, like the least stressful because it's not competitive. Yeah, it was a party, man. Like that yeah. was the most fun. I was just watching. I was just watching it on YouTube because I caught like caught like half of it. Like there were parts, and it was just so much fun to listen to. Like you know. And all the copyrighted material that got put in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can take like, it when, and, and it's like, and Z Damon in particular, like, you know, with the character skins, it's like, it's kind of what I loved about Quake 2 was that you could kind of just add any of your own skins, you know, that idea and how yeah. flexible, like all the, all the fun it brought to it was neat. I think, uh, I think that's what makes Z Damon so special and why a lot of people, especially, you know, people who aren't connected to others, Kind of gravitate towards it because it has the strongest sense of like community of mm-hmm. all the, you know, of most of the anything really of, of any game that I've ever played. Z Damon is like every time we play survival, it's a fucking party. The whole four hours, five hours of just nonstop debauchery. It's all about having a good time. And then, <laughs> uh, in particular, towards the end of it, like, uh, my boy Lego Ninja, who uh, was totally new to all of this stuff, like, he basically downloaded the client the day of and he was just like yeah i'll fucking support it he's a co-worker of mine he's like yeah, i'll fucking donate a dollar let's play shows up and then becomes kind of like the star of the night <laughs> towards the end of it because he's like uh on map 19 of eternity thank you dragonfly for making that uh <laughs> lego ninja is the only guy left really uh, somebody else was afk and e- everybody in z damon knows that when you're the only person left we're getting spammed with Macho Man until you die. So it's just like, <laughs> it's just the village people playing. And then there's all these different versions that they found, like a speeded up version, Macho Macho Duck, for whatever fucking reason. Some like Korean sing. I don't even know what the hell that is. But yeah, that got a copyright flag. Well worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. And uh, the other champ of the night was Capelli, because Capelli uh, is in fucking Finland, we're playing until the wee hours of the morning in America, and he's, it's like 8 a.m., 9 a.m. by the time we were done with it, Capelli shows up, still kicking ass, stayed there the whole night, and I really wanted to thank him particularly, like, he's a fairly prominent uh, streamer, at least in our community, and it was super cool that he, like, just all out went in there, and he played in the Warfork again later on, which we'll talk about too. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, what a rock star. That's like a, that's quite a marathon. Like a lot of people put the weekend in for the yeah. event, which was the coolest part, I think. I sure shit did. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. And then, uh, Scoob Facts, who I'd never met before, but Scoob Facts was really fun because we made a drinking game out of that kid. <laughs> what? what like, what'd you do? Like, uh, Scoob Facts, like, hey, Scoob Facts, I love you if you hear this. You're awesome. But, uh, Young, young kid with like a squeakyish voice and, you know, everybody's just kind of laughing the whole time. And his whole gimmick is like telling people facts about Scooby-Doo for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I, like, uh, we were talking about like Halloween and favorite horror movies. And then Scoob Facts is like, uh, what is everybody dressing up for Halloween? And I'm like, I'm going to be Hopper from Stranger Things. And then, and then we hear just this rant about that guy's a fucking asshole. He's retarded. <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess David Arbor made some kind of political statement that I don't I don't care about, but to me I was like I don't care I'm being fucking hopper fuck you, and so we we made a drinking game every time Scoob Facts says retarded which happened a lot everybody's got to take a drink and then by the end of the night like, oh no shit faced I had yeah I had a few a few uh, brewskis and uh, <laughs> I think that the part that I really wanted to like say a huge thank you for too was. Uh, 40 lines. I, so the night before, I, I promised I would tell you about this, Steve. The night before the event, I uh, was up late and I was thinking about like, what are ways that we can really promote this thing? What's like the best way we can get eyes on this? And I was like, well, you know, we're shit streamers. No one fucking follows us, really. Uh, we're, it's growing, but not a lot. Right. Yeah. So I messaged Plague, 40, Rafa, Quake Angel, Jahar, every fucking body in the book. Like, you name them, I probably sent them a drunk uh, message that night. It's like, hey, yo, like, <laughs> I know you don't know me that well, but like, you know who I am. We're doing this charity event. If you happen to be streaming and you see us online when you get off, please raid the channel. And who but 40 Lions came through for us, man. And man, uh, many, many heart emojis were exchanged when it happened. I just wanted to say a huge thank you to him because that was actually really nice. And we did get a few donations as a result of that and quite a few uh, people watching and supporting it. Yeah. Thank you, 40, for helping out. Thank yeah. you, 40. You guys had one, what was it, over 100 Bobby. people you had on the stream at once? I think, like, yeah, like something like he rated us with like 109 people or some ridiculous shit like that, man. Wow. And we were averaging, you know, like 30s, 40s, 20s, you know, pretty much the whole time. Yeah. During so that the, was during the during the quake event. I think we had about sixty or seventy watching at one time. Mm. That's a different animal, which is our next topic. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the quake event. Uh, we've been planning this actually a lot longer than the pigeon classic, and we just kind of like implemented it in uh, conveniently. So obviously, I built up a rapport with Loctar and and BPS through the podcast. Uh, both of these guys are fucking pros. I love them literally dearly. Loctar is like, he's like the opposite of me in that, in like the way he plays, but like, I just, I've never, of all the podcast guests I've had, and that's no disrespect to any other podcast, podcast guests that I've had. Probably Flambo is like the only one that's really up there too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I became friends with this person through the podcast. Like Loctar and me just clicked and, so I've been wanting to get an event going with him for quite a while. And then I also ended up becoming friends with BPS and like talking to him so much and everything. And, and I, I was like, I mentioned on the most recent podcast with Loctar, like would, ever, would you ever do something like this where it's not a tournament, it's just an exhibition match. We just set you up with a time. 
and an opponent and you just come show up, do your thing and leave. And he's like, that sounds like the greatest thing ever. Please do that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Exhibition matches are <clears throat> just a ton of fun. Yeah, I think so. Too. It, you know, you still get that tournament feeling, but at the same time, just none of the stress. Yeah, I think uh, I think that, that they appreciate the, the no stress part of it. And then for yeah. me, it's like a, it's just an easier event to run. I don't have to worry about like managing all these people coming through and like waiting right. for them to get ready and everything. It's just like we're putting on a show for you, which is better stream content, in my opinion. Um, and it doesn't have to take four or five hours to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that was one of the big bonuses of like QuakeCon this year was, you know, it was like it was like a constant run of matches um, where not any single match made all the difference. But it was just so many matches, so many games to watch. I mean, that that's when this clicked for me too was when I saw the pro league and like I I had no faith in it, especially the first half of the weekend it was like this yeah. is fucking stupid. And then when I saw what they did with the end of it, it's like oh, all the you know the rankings were leading up to this, which is way right. better than having a tournament. It's just we're gonna give you nonstop well paired action for the whole night, and that was right. amazing. So yeah, I was like, let's just do that. Like, that's way better. Uh, so yeah, we ended up getting locked to our BPS, signed up, spaced, made like one of the most epic fight posters of all time. Um, in my opinion. Oh, that is a killer poster. Whoever made it. I'm getting it printed, dude. I'm going to put it on the wall behind me. <laughs> Who did the work for that? I did. Yeah, spaced. Hey, so, you did an excellent job, dude. I man. love it. He's, I didn't get to put enough time in as I'd like, but yeah, I just wanted to help out. It's cool to... You know, they're both legends, and it's just so cool to see them, you know, showing up like that. So, yeah. Dennis sent us the shittiest picture of all time, too. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it took a lot of Photoshop work to get yeah. the lighting right on there. We were like, what do we do with this fucking photo? <laughs> he had like a pipe in front of his face, and I was like, I sent him a picture of like the, the Johnny Depp stencil face. I'm like, can you do this with it? And he's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, overall, I think it, like, if we hadn't Very have said, cool. you know, people would. Would just think like, oh, great picture, yeah, whatever. But, mm-hmm. uh, so leading up to this, I was like, uh, well, who's gonna cast it? And I talked a bit to Messiah, who was willing and able. But then, um, I I did talk to Rose and Jahar, uh, both about like, hey, can we get some support from St- Tasty Plant? Obviously, because like you guys do Quake World, we were doing Quake World, really dope, and. Jahar is like the night before. He's like, "I'm in. I'll be there." I was like, "Sick!" So Messiah uh, decided to step down and just kind of watch, which is fine because he has kids to raise. And Jahar showed up, and that was—I was so sweaty, dude. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. I've never been that sweaty uh, ever. He's—I thought like you know I've been trying to do this for maybe six months, and I was like I think. You know, I, I'm doing okay. I'm not by any means a professional at this point, but I do love casting and it's kind of a dream of mine to kind of get to that, uh, a higher point than I am at now. And working with him, uh, really opened my eyes to like how far you can go. You know, right. Like I, I've seen him do it. Everybody's seen him do it. We all see like, but when you're sitting there and his voice is in your ear and you're trying to do the same thing he is, like, the amount of information that comes out of that man's face is like 
crazy. <laughs> and it's, oh yeah, that was awesome to just listen to, like just like something that's more professional sounding in general. It's like, holy yeah. crap, this is a whole other ball game. No, yeah, his his like his pace, his energy, everything is like unfucking believable. And I I for the first maybe three maps, I was just trying to find any any way I could even fit in there, or should I just shut up and let him go? <laughs> but then. <laughs> Finally, we we get to ZTN, and I was like, "Oh, I, I know Blood Run. I'll talk about Blood Run." And then by the time it was over, I, I felt pretty comfortable, at, at least you know, doing color stuff because you know he's got play by plays down. I can't compete with that, so I'm just gonna add some jokes in. We talked about Letter Kenny and dumb shit like that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was like one of the better. That was, great. That was a highlight of my life was working with Jahar, and I sure, hope to do that again sure. in the future. And he's been doing it a long time too. Yeah, the many, there's like a the lot. many levels to what he does like you know yeah. he, he was you know like you know what it takes to do like solo casting you're having to run the stream do manage all that and cast and organize the people and then on top of that he you know he's doing making the warm-up maps like the the mid-air maps so like that's amazing. here's what happened in the background uh so me and smango are waiting on him and we you know i tell smango like hey just make sure your heart gets into the you know, the appropriate channel we got the vikings uh fucking doing whatever the fuck they were doing, man. Like just the Loctar was like literally putting his pants on, which we kept joking about. (laughs) (laughs) And so I told BPS ahead of time, I was like seven maps do literally whatever the fuck you want. And grave mistake because he's like, let's do two fucking midair matches. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh shit. So like uh, Jahar's in, in the channel with me and he's just like, starts sending me because he just has these fucking handy, these random ass fucking maps on his PC. He's just like, here's the files, bro. Download (laughs) the map skins real quick. I don't even know if I did it right. Uh, I'd never used QTV before. Honestly, I'd never have. I've always just kind of like actually been in the server when I casted Quake World. So he's just like told me how to get into QTV, which is, you know, as simple as connect, but it's actually a better spectator experience. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But I had no idea. And yeah. So like Jahar 100% like made that event. happen. If it hadn't been for him, it would have been probably 30 more minutes of me trying to figure out how the fucking event was going to happen before we actually went <laughs> on the air. And then we get the, we get two wacky midair matches. I think there were like three minutes of pop, which is, you know, just a warm up, And then, then they actually did play a best of seven, but BPS uh, whipped that ass. So that was fun. Yeah. The, the was first the, map was great. DM4 was, was like Loctar the comeback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, it was, it was, you know, it was a really, really enjoyable mm. you know, match. Didn't he say DM4 was one of his favorites for Duel? Oh, Loctar is the master. Like the if there's anybody yeah. who's a master of DM4 in particular, that would be Loctar. And then yeah, uh, you can fucking forget about it with any of the, I would say newer, but like anything after 2005, really. Like mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. lock it up, man. He's he's like the original three maps. He's got them down <laughs> in the bag. ZTN crapshoot, you know, skull crapshoot, phone call crapshoot. Oh, kidding. <laughs> and uh, BPS has just been consistent all the way through. Like, he didn't take time off or anything really from the game right. too much. Like, so, uh, honestly, I thought BPS was going to win QH land for sure. Like, I thought he was a shoe in when Milton didn't mm. show for the duels. I was like, he's absolutely yeah. going to win. But, you know, Loctar managed to pull it off. And this was the rematch, and BPS showed us what he's made out of. It was sick. That's what it's all about, man. Exhibition match. Fun yeah. shit. 
super fun. <laughs> yeah, BPS played really, really well. It was great to watch. And then the uh, King of the Keep was, you know, kind of the culmination of the whole thing. And by that, by the point we had gotten done with uh, Quake, I think we were somewhere in the three hundred dollar low, like low three hundreds range. Yeah, conditions. y'all were like right at it. Yeah, and then we were like, all right, well, like, so I had basically four hours between Quake and Warfort to get ready. I made some phone calls, told my mom I loved her, like, <laughs> yeah, grabbed some, grabbed a twenty four pack. Yeah. <laughs> Come home, get the stream up, let's go. And the the biggest part of managing the King of the Keep is like dealing with all the different people signing up. Because um, I not only had to keep track of the Google document to make sure that they did in fact sign up, but also that they donated, which is, you know, like I'm monitoring my email and PayPal and all that shit. Right, right. And uh, I think we ended up, by the end of it, we had something in the area of like 14 or 15 people that signed up, but actually uh, two or three people dropped out right as the event began. Uh, Champa was going to play, but she had something come up. Ranflakes had something come up, and someone else dropped mm-hmm. out. I can't remember who it was, but hey, yeah, we Brand appreciate Flakes, you. She dropped out early, though. Like, yeah, Branflakes told me warning. ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, Champa signed up, and within like 30 minutes was like, oh, something came up, can't go. Moose dropped, right? So. I, I don't like know. Moose, or... I moose, moose, well, later. moose did show up uh, at like uh, minute, okay. minute So anyway, we got it all. You know, everybody was ducks in a row. Let's go. And Smango obviously like was was the fun part of the stream. Was like, thank God it wasn't like a real competitive thing. It was just like for fun. But like Smango's like literally like got his kids sitting there with him and his whole family. His wife is like joking around, <laughs> having a fucking blast. <laughs> the baby's the baby's crying. <laughs> <laughs> but, and he's running all the giveaways and everything and just yeah, kind of yeah, filling man. in quakefans.net baby wants to play <laughs> let him in he's ready coach quakefans.net be sure to follow me on Kentucky be sure and follow me on Twitter it's the best place to hear we love you the, the, the names <laughs> that, it was so great it was amazing if, have you guys been monitoring his names on Twitter over the past like yes. two weeks <laughs> It's it's on? it's gone from like uh, Fortnite sucks to <laughs> uh, I think like just like go buy Quake and then uh, think the most recent one I could even check it right now just to make sure I don't misquote him here but I believe the current name is I I spelled Quackle fans <laughs> oh he changed it again remember the hunted. TFC. What the fuck is this? <laughs> he keeps changing it. He keeps changing it. It's like, I don't know why why this is happening, but it was... He's keeping you on your toes. Yeah, we're getting... Okay, forget you. I can't keep up with you, Smango. He doesn't want any of the actual Quake fans to be able to find him. <laughs> no, the his actual... Like, it's still fans Quake. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, the name keeps changing to different You're things. You're going to see the name and be like, who the fuck is this? What, what the <laughs> fuck's going on? Who the hell is promoting my podcast now? This is great. Yeah, don't. <laughs> it's going to end up being like, don't drink water, fish piss in it, quakefans.net. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, the night starts off uh, looking like a slim night. We get uh, start off Capelli, thick Capelli, the thickest and Lego Ninja, my buddy, uh, face off. Obviously, Capelli 
well versed in arena shooters, uh, not at all in Warfort. And then Lego Ninja downloaded the game literally 24 hours before we, we played in the event. So that was a fun little, like, let's watch two guys that can't strafe jump shoot each other. <laughs> Capelli moves on, and then, you know, we get through Doomza, and Zills ends up kind of becoming, like, the the obvious uh, you were seated wrong character of the night, or Z, <laughs> Z2Z, as we later learned that his name was. So, or that was a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's fun to watch. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, who is going to beat this guy? I've seen it happen before with Zanero and State of Quake. I'm just sitting there being a dick. With, with Nate. Yeah, we had Nate last time in Warfork. It's like a perpetual issue with the seating. There's always yeah, that's why I was just sitting there being a dick in the chat saying, Hold on, it's okay, guys, I got this. Well, yeah, there's no, there was yeah, no was ranking like, system. X will shut it down if Donut doesn't, you know, we got <laughs> this. But like, you know, yeah, yeah. We did play more than just two maps, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was still enjoyable. It was really great. Well, Smango just like tapped out like a minute or so to go. <laughs> Moose hopped in like completely cold with no warm up because I think he was doing some kind of Doom event earlier in the day. And then, uh... Finally, you know, he goes through Hadoukant, he goes through space, he goes, like, who the fuck can beat this guy? Finally, Donut puts him down. And and then X comes in and just smacks Donut around for a bit. <laughs> but uh, throughout the event, we kept getting more and more people. They're like, hey, is it too late to sign up? NVZ, like, PMs me. I was like, yeah, we'll put you right at the end, buddy. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and, uh, like, who else was it? Oh, no's. I who I was a complete unknown to me, but everybody was saying like you better put him towards the end. So we put him like second to last. And VJ Tengen had signed up ahead of time too. Yeah, VJ beat the piss out of me, dude. Well, yeah, that's we uh, <laughs> space has been giving me like lists recently. Of, like these are the, the European players. players. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm we, like, look <laughs> I was not ready for that, man. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah, there's a, that's what we, that was, but that was the great part is at the very end, the EU players signed up. It was really late at mm-hmm, night, for them, mm-hmm. which, you know, next time, now we have a NYC server, which we played on and yeah. thanks to UX and, and then we can, um, you know, have it earlier next time. But it was sure, still sure. cool how many people showed up that late, like, and the, the skill gap. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was, it was a shock. And I actually really want to, uh, I've been putting out feelers to try get a couple of games set up with those guys again because that was, a slap in the face, honestly. Um, it's you know I'm you guys know Violent Heart. He's my primary uh, dual partner. Never heard of and him. <laughs> and um, you know he's pretty up there in terms of skill. And these guys are right up there with him, uh, if not you know steps above him in uh, respect to Warsaw, Warfork, and all that. And so seeing that kind of quality of play really makes me want to get in and practice with them as much as I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like Zeb was the, I, I forgot earlier, but Zeb was the other person who had to drop out. Like, right. The so everybody's like, okay, of course Zeb is going to win. And then, yeah. And then Zeb drops out. Violent Heart says he can't make it. X24 absolutely going to win tonight. And then all these fucking Europeans start signing up. And VJ was like, uh, uh, he's the only known factor to me. Like I was like, I'm pretty sure VJ could, could probably give you at least some competition, if not whip your ass. And mm-hmm, so it was mm-hmm. basically that, you or VJ. It was really interesting because I've heard, you know, I've been hearing his name for 
while, but I've never ever played him or really even seen him play uh, in, in any real depth. And so that was that was really cool because I don't get to see a lot of EU players. No, yeah, his his movement was insane, mm-hmm. and like that's because a lot of I think a lot more of the EU players have come back since the Warsaw days. You know, like and only a few have come back in NA. And obviously, the competition's always been fiercer, even back then. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. just yeah, like that. Yeah, having all that time spent in the game, like yeah, the, the speed that he moved, like the precision of movement was, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, uh, somewhere in the point, like I don't, I'm not exactly sure where it happened. I was, you know, dealing with the whole event, but we'd gotten to right under the 400 mark, and we're like, what can we do to get people to donate? And I don't know how it happened, but eventually we settled on if we get over 400, Smango's going to do the Hokey Pokey, <laughs> which then became the Naked Hokey Pokey, which then became like he's going to share his private uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> and within a few minutes, <laughs> within a few minutes, we're like well past 400. And then I think Space was like, somebody in chat was talking about Machiavelli. And I'm like, I'll fucking a- I'll ask Machiavelli to be on the podcast if we break 450. Boom, we're right past 450. And then, and, and as the guy goes on, I'm like, okay, can we do 500? And then, oh, I can't remember who it was. Somebody with some crazy ass name, but they donated like 4444, which is exactly enough to get us to $400. Which was brilliant. I mean, ultimate. Like, first of all, thank for the donation, but also hilarious. And, yeah, I I don't know. Like I don't know why all the EU players are suddenly kind of taking notice. I guess we're the only competition technically in town right now. Uh, yeah, as far as NA goes for Warfork, yeah. yeah. Got a, a little bit of traffic on YouTube from the first, you know, tournament and obviously Kane has been really supportive uh, mm, of mm-hmm. us promoting yeah. his game. He's been amazing. But fuck fucking sick big thank you to Kane for bringing Warfork to to the people like yeah, for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. Because yeah. I mean, Warsaw has been pretty much off the grid now for a long time. Yeah, dude, it was awful. Yeah, it's like the first arena shooter we've been good at. <laughs> it's, that's true. Like as soon as we we donate, we mm-hmm. or we downloaded Warfork, and then all of a sudden, Hadouken is like one of the best players in the keep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not recently, just, but like when we all first started, that was pretty good. Yeah, you just took to it like a duck to water, man. Mm-hmm. It's good. But it so, seems to be that way with the EU a lot with pretty much all arena shooters right now, but especially uh, Warsaw and Warfork. Like, it's a lot bigger with the EU community, it seems like. Well, it's like, these are the guys who are freaks of nature at the game and also are freaks of nature in that they're willing to be awake at like 6 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to play yeah. these fucking tournaments, man. Nate, BJ, NVZ, Onos. Uh, I think Z2Z is European. I could be totally off on that. But I think so. It is. I think it was pinging kind of high last yeah. night. Yeah, Capelli, like or whatever. All, like half the fucking tournament ended up being European players, and like, oh, like you guys ever go to sleep <laughs> at all? <laughs> yeah, the worst time for them too. But it was that's it was amazing though. Like, please, more of you guys come out. Like, yeah, that's what made it great. I think, uh, oh, man, they've got that midnight sun going on. <laughs> well, it, you know, in the future, right? Like, so, you know, 10, 1030 is probably a good enough time. Like, I'm willing to wake up mm. at that point. Most, you know, most everybody in America is awake, uh, somewhere in that time frame on a Saturday or whatever. And that's like, you know, early, like early evening, moving into the mid evening, late, you know, not quite late night for them. So we could probably do something mm. more uh, custom. You know, we, 
X set up the the New York server, so we could definitely like cross pollinate a lot better if we just plan it better next time. Yeah, and then I don't even want to just do like King of the Hills. Like I want to like actually have some sort of proper competition go on at some point. But yeah, I was gonna say honestly, something with the bracket we had mm-hmm. would it, we, if we can get it set up where you've got enough time and everything, it really would be fun to be able to do a best of three kind of yeah bracket. We can like we, we, we now we know who to invite. Like we do an invitational. Yeah. Like we got you know our you violent heart zeb you know like our 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 general group and we we know who the europeans that we want to you know invite pretty much are and they versus eu let's go yeah let's do it yeah and uh, so hard duken's been talking about (laughs) 2v2s also like yeah or ca and i mean i'd love to see uh that ultra violence clan show up like quakecon and just crush everybody oh yeah that'd be fun I will. I'm 100. percent I don't even want to set that up. I want someone else to set it up so I can play. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I can make it out the QuakeCon one of these years. We gotta host a tournament for that. Oh yeah, the two v two clan arena Warfork. I'm in. Like 100. percent Be fucking super fun. And then what else did we have the night? Oh yeah. Well, basically we lead into uh the second to last from the finals match, which. Ended up being the the last three matches were VJ versus NVZ. Uh, we mm-hmm. or VJ versus Onos. Correction. OJ, Onos and NVZ uh, were ended up being the finals, but Onos and VJ had not the closest match, but a closer match than what ended up happening with NVZ and Onos. I did NVZ a disservice by putting him at the end. I did yeah. not realize how good VJ and Onos were. Um, maybe just put all EU players at the very top. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> they were at the top. They just <laughs> they just weren't in the right order. Yeah. And NPC uh, also, I don't think he put in a lot of time leading up to it either. He just kind of signed up spur of the moment, so it wasn't. You know what I mean? There yeah. was no practice with any of that. Either, so. Well, and you have to remember, you don't exactly have, you know, vods of their past tournaments at hand because yeah. it's pretty few and far between or ranks or anything like right to go off of so just like i knew nvz was quite a great player just from seeing right. him play and interact with them vj had only just joined the keep very recently i had never played with him but i knew he was quite good ono's signed up in the middle of the tournament so no uh yeah, probably should have been the other way around. Probably should have been NVZ, then VJ, then Onos, and then I think we would have had a, a better grand finals. But overall, it was solid, and Onos ended up coming out on top. So he is officially the king of the keep uh, until the next one. Yeah. Congrats to Onos. And- yeah, congratulations to him. He did good. Mm-hmm. And NVZ for putting up a really good fight. You know, that yeah. was, it was still really entertaining. I mean, it was a great time. And that was, you know, the time that the most money was raised in the shortest amount of time as well. Yeah. Was during that grand final. Well, yeah. We're, we're saying right. we do, we'll do a bunch of different stuff to get money, guys. Just name it. <laughs> <laughs> My nipples are like ready. That. Might be easier ways to get that, that cheap money. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up, <laughs> we ended up going up, up to like, uh, quite close to $600. And then I rounded it out uh, at the end because I had promised a certain amount. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but basically, me and Space said, "Like, I think if we, if we get a five hundred, we'll make that fifty happen." So I, I think took it was four fifty, right? Or was yeah. it? It was like, like right 450. 
So like if we 50. make it, yeah, somewhere in that area, like we'll split the 50 mm-hmm. to make it 500. So like by the time it was over, I was like, we owe, like the keep owes X amount of money. So we ended up topping out at $600 at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So that's, awesome. that's 9,755 Egyptian pounds and some change. Uh, yeah. So we did it, boys. We did it. Yeah. Um, and good everybody job to everybody. That, like, worked really hard on organizing it because I mean I know you guys have thanked me a bunch for working on the servers, but you guys did all the fucking legwork of like you know actually reining the people in and oh, running there, the streams and everything. There were some late yeah, nights. <clears throat> oh yeah, I imagine. Like I was asking people from like some of my local discords, like from my school, and like, hey, you guys probably don't know any of like these kind of games, but come check it out. It's for fun. Right, right. I had a few guys from my class show up. So it was good. Yeah, and X, you you did put in a lot of work, you know, on all the server maintenance, setting up a New York server last minute, which allowed all those players to show up. I mean, restarting everything. uh, Just, I'm just glad the New York server ended up being so useful because I just intended it to be a backup. Yeah, you know, in case (laughs) Dallas went down. But you you said like I have, you know, I have a. available space in new york and i was like well but what if these europeans play like we ended up playing on (laughs) all night but no everybody here contributed and a lot of people who did contribute like are not available at this exact moment to be on the on the show but so many people put their hands in this like the whole z damon community all of fs which is suplex's clan pretty much showed Mm. up to play in survival uh the usqc the whole Z Damon community at large, obviously Jahar, the, the Tasty Splains fans, Quake, uh, just Quake World in general fans, US Quake World with Messiah popping in. 40. You know, yeah. Fucking 40 Lions, man. Fucking uh, <laughs> legend. Obviously, Warfork had their eyes on us because of the, you know, the recent competition that we've kind of yeah. showed. So, like, everything worked out great. Like, I'm really happy with it. This is. Right around like something in the air. We we raised like two hundred and twelve dollars last year, which was you know like our we did we did our best. Uh, this sure, is exactly. way better. And I said if we could beat that, we we won, and we we three times beat that basically. Sure. So uh, I think this is going to be something that I continue to do every year as long as I have a, a you know even if it's not in October, like whatever we have to do, like some kind of charity event is good. It's overall good for you know obviously the charity and for us at large. I think this is a really good right. opportunity to come together and do something cool. For sure, for sure. Look forward to it. Yeah, it was incredible, man. Thank you for all your hard work, Mother Load, and setting all that up. Yeah, it was fun. It's <laughs> great. Um, let's see. What else did I want to touch on before we get out of here? We're pretty much done with the event. That's all good. But I did want to like individually thank each of you. So X, thank you so much for the servers. And all anything else that you did that I'm forgetting about right now. Space <laughs> tirelessly working on everything with me, like and Hadicant. So you guys are this is our core group, like me, Space and Hadicant, pretty much four out of seven nights a week are always talking about something to do with like what can we do to improve this brand and uh the the whole week leading up to it, like let's get exactly get the, the stream how we want it to go. I still managed to fuck a lot of it up, but that's not important. Oh man, you did a great job. It seems like it all came together just fine. Is it? Yeah. I mean, what's cool, what's encouraging is like every time more people show up, every time, you know, we raise more money and also, you know, 
um, the production quality gets better and will continue yeah. to. Mm-hmm. It will. And uh, also the the theme music the whole time I want to mention was Igrak Simon, who does a lot of the podcast music as well. So big thanks to him yeah. too for coming through. Like I, I basically sent him like, let's try to do something that is like obviously like your style, like techno, but also let's do something that's uh, a little bit, that got like a little bit of a Middle Eastern tinge to it because, you know, we're sending the money to, to Egypt. I was thinking like Indiana Jones and then he came up with that fucking banger. I was like this, which, uh, yeah, he's going to be releasing all of the music that he does for the podcast. will be, he's going to make them into full tracks and put them on his YouTube. So for oh, anybody, no way. yeah, cool. Oh, cool. That's great. That'll that's be great putting his art out there. Yeah. But guys, this has been a blast. And I think that we should make a point because, uh, for, for two different reasons. One, because sometimes guests drop out. And two, because I think that it's important. I, I spend a lot of time kind of being the only voice of the keep and I want people like our listeners, our, our core community, even the people, there are going to be people who only tune in for like a Milton or like a really big guest. Uh, there's also people who are like legit loyal fans of the keep and I do want them to understand and get to hear from you guys at, at certain intervals. So we should do that more often. Sure. Sure. I mean, there are a lot of players out there that aren't at the same level as the big dogs as far as you know their recognition and all that but they're just as skilled and so they they certainly can understand why (laughs) they 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 could use some time in the spotlight and a little bit you know a, a connection for sure that's the beauty of the keep and it always has been that you don't have to be a fucking banger kick-ass pro right i was listening to machiavelli earlier on thorin show and he's talking about how like space this is actually a good story for you man you're talking about how like used to when you're growing up in the bay area and all that bullshit that you would play against uh you'd jump into a server and yeah. it would be like fucking machiavelli and thresh and you didn't even know who they were <laughs> and they'd beat well, the I, was, sh- I was 10 years i was 10 years old when quake came out so like i was online playing but you know i was playing against bots and stuff because i'd go on the internet connect to a bay area server and i was like and everybody's so fucking good. Like, and then I'd go, you know, play a fighting game in an arcade and found out that, you know, the biggest fighting game scene in America is in the Bay Area too at the yeah. time. So it's like, I just thought I sucked at all video games. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just a rough hand with the opponents. But Mac- right. Machiavelli was basically saying that uh, his principle was to never go easy on anyone. Like at the time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he was like, pretty gangster about it. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm Machiavelli and I'm about to whoop that ass. <laughs> so you, you probably got caught up in that at some point. And, probably, yeah. and Good as, man. as much as I, I love Machiavelli, he's a fucking true hero of all of Quake and arena shooters and the gaming community at large. Like every Mount Rushmore of Quake, he'd be on it. And yep. for sure. <laughs> so. The keep has always been about like not like that at all. Like we're any skill level. If you, we were open to new people coming in all the time, that's we're here to help you, and that's that's what we're doing. So thank you guys very much, and I love you very much. You guys are all awesome. Kisses. Thank you. And thank you to all those loyal fans out there that I mentioned earlier, uh, we appreciate you as well, and thank you for showing up for the event. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and stay in the keep. You guys rig dream. No, tell tell the story about rigging DreamHack while you're here. Since I have you both in one place, (laughs) (laughs) you've been asking me so many times. I want it. I want it live on the air.
Lokta yeah. is obviously the better storyteller. Let's, than let's kill the music. I can't even remember what happened. Maybe seriously, we were the bowling ball at Dreamhack. The bowling ball at Dreamhack. So I think uh, started off with not only one beer at the Scandic Hotel there. Maybe all of them, perhaps. <laughs> and it was. Uh, I think it was in the beginning. Was was all the Quake guys and like. But um, uh, yeah, we went to. I think we went to the sleeping halls and we were supposed to sleep, but we were with too much energy in our bodies. So, and we found this bowl, bag of bowling balls. So we thought that we might borrow one ball for the moment, <laughs> which was not maybe the best idea now in the after hand. So, <laughs> so what I remember that we were sitting in, were on this parking lot and. Uh, we're drinking more beer, obviously. And uh, we sat in my car. I remember you, BPS, puked in my... Almost... Yeah, you puked in the car because you forgot to open the door. Also. And after that, we took the bowling ball and there was this uh, leaning of the road so that goes on to a roundabout. And it was like... I think it was like 3 a.m. in the morning, so it was no people up. It was only we drunk with Quakers with a bowling ball. Uh, anyway, yeah, we, we thought, like, I wonder how fast it will take for this bowling ball to reach that roundabout. It was like 100 meters, so it was, yeah, we were little kids. Right. Like, yeah, we were almost a little bit excited about it. So we just laid it there and let it roll. And yeah, no cars it, on the streets, right? No, 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 no. It was no problems. And the ball was rolling faster and faster. It took, like, like four or five minutes until it almost reached the roundabout. And then we see a car come, a taxi. And we're like, ah, that, that, that bowling ball will, will reach the roundabout before it's a taxi. No problems, no problem. But the fucking cab driver, he accelerates. Like he's want to crash into that fucking bowling ball. And I'm like getting a little, I mean, my heart raised just a little bit, almost like in this game. Anyways, so the I think the cab driver and the bowling ball missed by maybe five centimeters. Maybe, 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 maybe five millimeters. <laughs> yeah. So that's the story about the bowling ball. No, nothing happened, but it could have ended in a disaster. Imagine me, drunk as world champion, talking to a cab driver <laughs> about ruining his fucking car. I mean, that's his living. I mean, I'm not a simple Quaker. I mean, seriously, I need to spend all my winnings from Quake World to this cab driver's fixing his car just because we were drunk, seeing a fucking bowling ball. And despite so, nothing actually happening, you still got in trouble somehow. That doesn't make yeah, any sense. It, it, the thing is, it's still in my heart. Like, I can never do those kind of things. So I never steal bowling balls. Run. I steal other shits, like people's beers and so on. <laughs> other than that, I mean, we had a good time. Nothing happened that day, but that was a long time ago. <clears throat> Wasn't it the same night that we uh, fired off the <laughs> fire alarm <laughs> at the Scandic This is the BPS. Talking too much. <laughs> no, no, we don't need to talk about everything. No, let him talk. Let him talk. He's the he's the new defending quake. Cha- or fuck. What is what is the word we use? The no, 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 no. This defending king game. of the quake that. world. Friendly game. Come on, boys. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, BP. I don't know. Some, uh, I don't recall. Know. I think we were like pre-partying in in uh, somebody's hotel room, and I think we were like fifteen people in a very small room. And uh, you and me were leaving, and we pulled mm-hmm. that red lever. 
which you never should pull. Um, and uh, there we go. Fire trucks, <laughs> did they arrive? I don't really recall, but we ran <laughs> like, I think. Something I mean, like that. How old? But we were young then. Yes. yes you were very young. Not, now like, you're like wise. 35. <laughs> <laughs> now you're very wise. Yeah.